I have a new intro. Okay, can I start? Yeah, go. Music, music, music. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, podcast listeners? You're listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast from thestonermom.com. I'm the stoner mom. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm the stoner mom. And I'm joined, as usual, by my uh, husband, Blavid. Wait, no. David. Mm -hmm. No, it says... What? I'm joined by my awesome co-host and husband. So you're really reading, aren't you? (laughs) You're really squinting those... Beady eyes. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> <Coin>. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yep. Um, we are parents to four and illegal cannabis users in the state of Colorado in the US of A. Blavid's right. sitting here in his underwear gang. Yeah, it's uh Monday morning and uh I'm supposed to be getting ready to go to work, but we decided we're gonna crank out a podcast first. We can do that. There you go. It's almost like I'm not going to work, but I am. Have you showered yet? No. I'm waking and baking. Oh, what are you smoking? Um, Durban Poison. I'm smoking on Durban Poison this morning. Wow. And I have some white 99 shatter on here too. So it's very, uh, and I've got a cup of coffee. Yep, me too. So, like, I think the average middle-aged person would have a heart attack <laughs> on all this. Why? But because it makes your heart race. Oh, Durban poison does. Durban poison's pretty. Uh, Durban poisony. Pushy. I like it. I love it. It's oh. my. It's one of my favorites. Well, look at that. watching any tv as we say in every episode um it's media time but oh my god it's media time i forgot i forgot (laughs) media time right but that's okay last night david watched the dave Chappelle specials on netflix and it was hilarious he was like crying i was (laughs) i was literally crying you were crying a little bit too i was not crying i was working but i did laugh he's so funny he is so funny and he's older now he looks different. Too. What did we learn about Dave Chappelle that blew you away? Oh, I already knew that. I knew he had an Asian wife. I just didn't know she was Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew he lived in Ohio, which is also very weird. But um, I wish you guys could see our cat that's yeah. like lit- like staring at us. Uh, um, what are you doing? What are those things? <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved it. That I did love that she- he has a Filipino wife. Just so you guys know, the stoner mom is Filipino. Yeah. Is half Filipino. And I was like, I'm my name's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a Filipino wife. He's right about all those things. Yeah. They're the best. 
Well, I don't think he said anything about them being the best. I thought he did. No, that was just you. Oh. <laughs> but you know what he did talk he about? He said that that's why you always see me at those Asian events. I take my woman to all of those things, those Filipino events. See, I'm not picking up pussy. I'm dropping pussy off. Right. Is what he said. But you know what else he kind of made clear, I thought, was the same thing that I've discovered with you and your brother is that you have a lot of Filipino pride in in things like um, oh because he started yakking yeah a lot about yeah. Filipinos yeah. it's true and <laughs> like he was talking about the uh, I, I didn't know mascul- the reference but the boxer yeah, yeah 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 like that was the first Filipino he was talking about the emasculation of Asian men in general and that it was all our fault yeah. <laughs> as white people to like and yeah because we like bomb the fuck out of them and uh, anyway, it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't sound funny, but it was funny. Well, yeah, not that, not just that part, but uh, I mean, the whole thing was very funny, and I, I'm glad that he's back, and he's hilarious. And I think the first one started off kind of, yeah, he's kind of funny, but then he got really hilarious. And I thought the first one was funnier than the second. I, I did too, because but starting like two thirds of the way or a third of the way in, then he like really turned it on, and it got really oh nuts. God, guys, he talked about. <laughs> Bill Cosby a lot. Yeah, and the Care Bear. Oh, my God. He talked about the Care Bears and what the fuck is wrong. He went off on, like, a 20-year-old. Generational thing. Yeah, and how... How his generation they don't know and yeah. He did his old man like He did his old man thing. But it was funny. But it was funny because in in his time... They were trained to care. There were Care Bears and everyone was trained to care. And they shot love out of their chest. (laughs) And then he said that he shoots... Love on other someone else's <laughs> chance. <laughs> All right, we. Okay. All right, I think we covered TV time. <laughs> oh my god, that was very funny. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's hilarious. Care Bear, the Care Bear, stare, stare, <laughs> and they would just stare was... love at whatever the problem, and it would go away, and that shit would go away. That's right. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, that's your lesson learned. Go watch that. Go fucking stare some love at something. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shoot love onto anything. Don't do that. You can do that. <laughs> okay. He was like, I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's so funny. Okay. So, yeah. what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about business. Business. We are talking about the stoner mom biz. It's really morphing into We're it's like things. consuming our our lives. Well, we're we're trying to make it consume. There, our there's lives. a lot of there's a lot of good ideas bouncing but around. But we have um so much going on all the time because we have kids. Exactly. Anyway, so that's what we're talking about. We're going to talk about how it started, what's been accomplished and what we are planning for the future and what we want and stuff i'm excited about this all this new stuff just so you know wife you are yeah because um while i have a day job yes you know and i enjoy my day job it's fine you know it allows me a lot of freedom um it's not where my passion lies it's true and where i'm discovering more and more every single day you can have the greatest job in the world where you don't really do a whole lot or you know you can be as involved or not as involved as you like 
Um, that sounds pretty great, right? But guess what? You need to be challenged. You really do. It's and yeah. I got zero challenge at my job. I just baby basically babysit people. So yeah, his challenges are all babysitting related, which is infuriating. Yeah, so I'm ready to come <laughs> home because he has kids. He doesn't need. I don't need to go to work and take care of kids. Uh, take care of fifty year old kids God, who don't who don't understand how life works. Still, <laughs> how, like I literally the other day had somebody go. I just like I don't have any direction. I need you to give me direction. I I don't know what to do. I mean like. If you had a job, starter mom, lady, and at your job, your boss said, you know what? I just want you to do, you figure it out, and then I will support you, and you can do do it if it makes sense. Wouldn't, doesn't that sound pretty great? Like, you got freedom to do whatever you want. It depends. Some people really don't operate that way. Oh, I guess. <laughs> I, I just, I'm, the way I look at it is the people that work for me are experts at what they do, supposedly. So they should have they, a plan and know how to execute things. Yeah, I'm not an expert in what this one person does. Exactly. So I rely on that person to be the expert. Yeah. So now I guess I have to tell them. I guess I have to learn how to be the expert in that. Lame. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to come home and, and do this. Yes. So uh, I started the stonermom.com in... Oh, my the, gosh. 2012? No! We weren't even married or together in 2012. Yeah, we were. So I either did it in like mid to late 2013 or 2014, which is what I've been saying. And my earliest blog post is a 2014 date. But um, anyway, in Colorado... Um, that year, Amendment 64 passed, mm -hmm. or the year before, and, um, things were very exciting in Colorado, even in just, like, the suburbs, like, on a outsider perspective, it was, like, completely covered on the news, like, crazy time, like, dispensaries and people lining up around corners, and it was just a big deal and very celebratory. Yeah. Um... Anyway, I found myself in that unique position where I thought, hey, I can legally um, be an advocate for this lifestyle. And um, that was m my ultimate push was just the fact that it was legal um, because, yeah, you obviously don't want to go on the internet and bragging <laughs> yeah. about the illegal shit hey, you everyone. do. <laughs> and, and then call yourself a responsible parent. Right. So... Um, yeah, that's why it started. I thought about it for a while. The idea was just to have a blog where I um, made moms feel not like they were the only moms that did this. Um, because Abby and I, my best friend, we would constantly have talks or jokes or conversations about um, stoner mom problems and yeah. all of that. So, yeah. When I first started, it really was, my idea was just to have a blog. I had n not really any sort of like money-making strategy, really. I knew that like I could do that at some point because any blog could do that. But like I had no like plan or anything. Um, and then as I continued to do it, I, I sort of learned more and more about like the influencer network and like you know how people are making money <sighs> being narcissistic on the yeah. internet <laughs> and stuff and um so yeah i guess i've somehow ended up in that niche 
right? Stoner mom is in the social influencing niche. And that basically means you have to create a ton of content. I obviously choose to create way more than like just like an Instagrammer or something. Yeah, which Um, is awesome. Yes, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Um, But it's fun, right? I mean, it's something that you like to do. It is something I like to do. I've been blogging for 13 years, um, so it's very normal, and I don't, like, whenever there's problems, I can figure out how to fix them pretty easily. Um, So anyway, that's a good thing. Um, But blogging is not difficult. If you're um, if you've writer. never if you've never done it. No, I'm just talking about like setting up a blog. Yes. Oh, yeah. It is important to be at least somewhat proficient in writing. Right. I think you never really have to necessarily be a great writer, but you have to be good at writing like copy, which is fucking short and extremely informative, you know? And so whenever I'm like stuck writing something, because I'm trying to be like funny or witty or whatever, I always like say don't do that just write down the fucking goddamn facts get it out and then you can like embellish or whatever a big problem i saw and still see in the industry david and i talk about this all the time is that it's extremely low class and still when they try to make it like luxurious or upper class i'm just talking about colorado i am sure the weed scene in like la or fucking new york is different but in colorado it's like I mean, we're very chill about everything, which is good. I like that. I don't want to wear pants and stuff. Like, but I don't want to wear pants either. See, but um, I also, as a parent and a you know not middle aged person, but close, um, don't want to hang out with twenty somethings, uh, <coughs> with like reggae music, right, and like tie dye and nonsense i want to hang out with adults like me and they can be stupid or they can be not stupid but you know just that it's not like a youthful i want something more grown up yeah it just (laughs) uh, can it just be like instead of you have to look or dress a certain way to smoke pot can't you just be a normal human being and do your own thing and still be you you so that was a big part of the stoner mom thing was just trying to showcase that Stoner moms are not fucking gross hippie moms or whatever. Not that hippie moms are gross, but let's just imagine a gross hippie mom. Yeah. (laughs) That's like a total stoner. Just picture your stereotypical... Yeah, like... Everybody's portrayed stoners forever. And now that everything... I mean, how how many states? 24 states now? I don't know. um, Have some form of legalized marijuana. Um, It just... There's no way that that much of the population is a bunch of drugged out hippies. Sorry. Right. It's just not true. <laughs> they didn't do it for them. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, once you tap into like that adult group, that niche, you realize how huge it is, how untapped it is. Definitely people are getting into it um, and there are industries that are getting into it and stuff. But um, yeah, <clears throat> talk about untapped market especially back then um no woman was admittedly talking about smoking weed except for jane west i don't even know who jane was she's the founder of women grow oh okay yeah go to (laughs) but jack's meant to right 
Don't need to go to it. Someone else we know is going to That's all right. Um, when I was making the website, I I can't even remember what the first look was, but I think it had like a peach background and it was a very like live journal-y traditional blog. I guess not traditional anymore, more like old school. I really wanted the site to be pretty and like attractive to women and as non green and stonery as possible like at the time if you looked at weed websites like any weed related website they'd be just completely janky as fuck so um I wanted to have like a nicely designed thing to really set myself apart um that's definitely evolved over time um and yeah so I think that was important just to aesthetically um go for something different and something I guess much classier I kind of wanted it to just feel like a um a magazine that a woman would read like when she was getting her hair done (laughs) so that's what it is that's yeah like all my font choices like I've they've all been the same since the beginning you know and it was all very intentional because I would like go to like the Wall Street Journal like Mm -hmm. the the homepage and look at it and like what was the other one that anyway I just um I like that look and I wanted my website to have that look the last design definitely had that look but then I I recently redesigned my website and now I don't know it's like I don't know what it looks like looks like future website yeah it's from the future it's a future website i like it's it quite modernized um so yes um once i started getting a lot of feedback from people and david was just super supportive um i was approached by fez mm-hmm. and that was my very first affiliate sponsor. affiliate thing um they sent me a fez i used it I liked it. I made some videos about it. Oh, that was the other thing. When I started the blog, I had no intention of having freaking videos. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Christ. true. And like all... And, and why? Why didn't you? Because I hate all of this. <laughs> you hate having your face out everywhere and having to talk to... For somebody things. who is trying to be a social influencer, <clears throat> I'm very antisocial. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> so I was like... but. I just, I want to do everything right. Right. And um, through just all of the research and everything I would listen to, it was just like, everyone has to do video. You've got to get into audio. You've got to get into video, like blah, blah, blah. Just, and now I obviously. You don't have a problem with it. Completely agree. It like expands your, your reach like tenfold. So does podcasting. Podcasting just super expands your reach. But YouTube is huge for that so my youtube strategy is that it's just my um traffic generator it's how i get people interested in me um but i'm not a youtuber where like my brand lives on youtube um here's why i don't necessarily like youtube i think they have a disgusting uh comment policy (laughs) (laughs) yeah and um I certainly don't support that. And I don't want my brand, which is, like I just fucking said, supposedly classy looking, living on YouTube, which is not classy looking. Because any user, not that it's like bad or anything, but it's not 
a classy looking thing. No, it's any not. user can put like any you know screenshot up and it can look like ass and. <laughs> And it's like playing right next to like your video, yeah. you know, I don't need that. And that's how I feel about comments. I don't need other people's ugliness attached to my name at all in any way. If you want to tell me ugly things, you can send me an email. Yeah. I'll, I'll read it there. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. She'll be sure to read that and open it. <laughs> um. So, yes, when I first started making videos, it was very horrible and awkward. I did all my own editing because I could not even fathom giving the SD card to David, he has to sneeze. Damn it. You need the sun. You need a Care Bear stare is what you need. <laughs> <laughs> that would make you explode. Oh, God. Sorry about that. Can you re-say re what you said? Um, What was I saying? You were saying handing me the SD card. Oh, yeah. Um, The idea of letting anybody else edit my face was like so horrifying to me. I have problems, you guys. So anyway, but everybody has problems. Every like everybody has problems. Um, Amy Porterfield is a big time business lady, and um, she has a great podcast. Easy online marketing, something. <laughs> the letter E, and then Z. whatever. It's fucking yeah, oh, easy. Know. Whatever. Amy Porterfield. She's a big deal. Anyway, she resisted video for a super long time, and basically everything she ever said about hating it. <laughs> is how I felt yeah. and she's just done it because you have to and um, so I kind of just she's my inspiration for plain girls that don't want to be on TV yeah you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. um, so yeah there's that when you start a YouTube channel um, once you have enough followers YouTube lets you monetize your videos for ad revenue um, and it's not a lot of followers so I did that right away, and I swear for like the first year, I never got paid because Google only pays you when you re reach a threshold, right? Not yeah, it's that. something so like insignificant that I obviously don't even know how to log in and like look at it. That's okay. <laughs> I logged. I learned just enough to give them my bank account number to put money in. <laughs> yeah, because I remember that was a struggle, and then somehow it got messed up, and then you had to go back and. It was a struggle. It, it, oh my god. I can't remember why. It was fucked up. Anyway, um, so yeah, that started around the same time as Fez. Fez, first affiliate partnership. Since then, we have, I think, six, five, five or six that like actually, like probably yeah. five that really mean something, I guess, to yeah. us that are very convenient for us and that we feel really good about. Um, and we try to get, what the fuck is that sound? Sorry. Um, and how, sorry, um, how that works is they send me products to use um, and to review. There isn't like any contractual like no. obligations or anything like that, but there certainly could be. Um, and yeah, for then you can a lot of these companies have affiliate programs. Um, so you, already so you just sort of sign up and. Because a lot of these companies rely now on um, social media marketing, which more and more people are doing. So um, 
it's pretty easy to get stuff sent to you. Yeah, you could anybody <laughs> can really be an affiliate, honestly. Oh yeah, an affiliate for sure. I mean, to like have the the company send you stuff. I mean, you definitely have to be communicating with them. Yeah. But there are plenty of companies that you don't have to communicate with anybody to sign up as an affiliate. Nope. You can do it right on their website. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, our 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 favorite one right now is Vape World. Yeah. Um. Just because they have like every vaporizer. And yeah, we have a good commission rate from them. We do. And, and they're very supportive. And they are. They are very supportive. Um, so yeah, love that. And there are other ones that maybe um, the commission isn't as high or high at all. But what I get out of it is like good, like um, bongs or stuff like that. All right. The next... Uh, thing progression was a short-lived patreon page um and then i went into the patreon just really made me want to do my own thing on my website and so i made a membership thing that's really what patreon is right it's like you have this sort of uh top tier group of followers that I mean, you know, donate a little bit of money or whatever. Um, that's kind of like a membership. And, and in exchange, they might get like exclusive content, right? So I wanted to do something like that more formal and then mine on my site. So I set up the membership. It's been a pain in the ass, <laughs> but it's definitely worth it. Um, I don't push it at all, at all right now because um, I'm not ready to push it. But I have been consistently putting out content to members. So every week they have um, a video just for them, right? Like a stoner session. So when I do get the membership working exactly how I want it, when I push it, I will have like this nice, wonderful backlog of content for people to like look through. And yeah. that's very attractive. And um, I set up the membership in a way... I basically converted everyone from Patreon over to the website as members. I did not charge them. And um, that's, you know, that's kind of just your way to get some some free backers that you can test your ideas on. Yeah. They're my guinea pigs. It works very well. It's, yeah, that's always what they tell you to do is to have, you know, the people that are really invested in you and interested in you, like use them kind of as like a beta group, you know, and tell them you're my fucking beta group. Right. What do you guys think of this? What could I do? Blah, blah, blah. So um, that's how I use my members. It sounds bad, but it's obviously not. Anyway, that was my first like, I guess, product type thing. Mm-hmm. And then now we are up to present day. Yeah. And now we're ready to go into the future. Yes. With uh, all kinds of fun, exciting stuff. So things that changed. I had David do video my videos all the time. Yeah. I don't ever edit them anymore. No. Um, what else? David does all the like audio editing. He always has, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we got Jax, mm-hmm. um, who I don't even know what I should call her. But... A helper. <laughs> a helper. Helper drone. And um, yeah, when you do this, when you have like an online 
business, the idea, well, I guess a social influencer business, you basically have several avenues of revenue. Um, you don't just have one. So it's kind of like a lot to manage. And like the bigger you are, I can't even imagine how complicated it might get. Yeah, that's like where you how really you gotta... predict your income in any way. Like I have no idea. I think I have an idea. I mean, good because you're gonna do all that. Well, I'm doing <laughs> it now, time. sorta. But I mean, like we haven't. I think the the other thing is that uh, now you're getting more focused with your stuff because I think even with the affiliates and yeah, 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 it's yeah. just been like a shotgun approach, and now it's like the like you said earlier, yes. these five, and let's focus on them and come up with a strategy rather than just like sure we'll review yeah, your whatever yeah crappy <clears throat> vaporizer sucks balls and, <laughs> and then we'll you know nobody wins box. anything from that <laughs> but now i think you're just getting more focused and there then was you... some company that sent me a vaporizer you guys from canada oh my god and they sent it to the stoner mom and it, on the box the box is a picture of a man in like flannel with a big goofy hat on An and i'm just hat. like what woman wants this there's a man on it. This yeah. is for a man. Plus, it doesn't work very well at all. <laughs> well, we didn't even get into that because I was so upset oh, about the marketing. I was just like, can you not have a box that doesn't have any fucking people on it? Christ. Yeah. Never seen anything like that. Yeah. And they spent obviously a lot of money on the package. Yes. <laughs> you know? How about no? Don't do that. It's bad. Here's a bit of design advice. Always go simple. Yeah. Simple, 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 simple. Don't hire a dude in flannel. No. Don't use every color that you love. Yeah. Don't use eight different fonts. No. <laughs> Just be simple. Simple is best. That's true. Um, the next product on the menu is an August launch of an e-course mm -hmm. about basically doing all of this stuff, like how to set up a blog how to set up these relationships, how to um, set up all your social media things and all of that. That'll so you fun. can do it yourself. So people can do it themselves. Because you know you want to. Um, more and more people are obviously doing it. And yeah. um, I think it's okay. I'm very conscious, cautious, conscious of being, of looking extremely narcissistic. Okay. <laughs> That's like right. my big fear because I have a fucking video like, Right. show and it's dumb and <laughs> you know what I mean I don't want people to think that I'm just because I have videos of myself putting on makeup that I'm in love with myself <laughs> listen I mean I am in love with myself but I don't need to tell everybody about it well, listen <laughs> the thing that separates you from whoa from from narcissists are you're not like we're, we don't have like a production crew filming everything we do and then we're not sitting on the floor and meditating before we go to bed oh my God. and lighting special scented candles and eating being, organic foods being, and doing organic buns yeah and ass? putting organic hair buns in organically eat my ass yeah well, I say about that okay <laughs> um that's not but listen do you know what I'm saying well yeah my other thing is like the difference between how you can look not narcissistic, you guys, is to seriously value helping people. Yeah. And I value helping um, the people that watch me and the people that read my words because I know that I'm helping them and they send me emails. So because that was validated to me kind of early on, it helps me feel not like a complete 
idiot, you know, talking to myself in my room smoking weed at 34. Am I 34? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it really is, believe it or not, like helpful to a large amount of people. Yeah. So we all have some sort of value just in who we are, you know. So whatever that is, um, embrace that, push that. Um, and if you're always focusing on serving your audience, you will be successful. And be real. Successful doesn't always mean like um, making money. No. No. Just be real. Yeah, everyone talks about authenticity. It's very true. Um, that's another big fear of mine because I've watched many bloggers become famous and then turn into complete assholes that like, and they were normal people. The thing about blogging is you do not get rich in a year or two years or three years. Like it takes a long ass time. Every single blog that ha like is a big deal has taken forever to get there. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. That's like the nature of the medium. So, like, that's why things like making videos and podcasting are so beneficial to bloggers because it really speeds up the whole process. But to get into blogging and think that you're going to, like, make a ton of money is nuts. So, watching someone's, like, slow transformation into an asshole is, like, horrifying. <laughs> <clears throat> that's true. And I have been a loyal follower and reader of people that this has happened to. And so I'm very much like, I'm not going to let that happen to me. Like, right. I'm not going to end up on as a topic on these forums, no. you know, because I have a live-in maid now and like <laughs> shit like that. So, and I don't want to go to the Women's March because it's, it's racially problematic for my white ass self. You're not white. I'm just pretending that I'm a someone else. Oh. That was like that. You're totally white. Anyway. That's all. I think that's a lot of good stuff. And there's Do like... you? What? Do you? What do you mean do me? Be true. Brand new. Bra do you? <laughs> Stoner Blom. My mom's da bomb. Okay. My mom's da bomb. <laughs> you love that. I think when you said, I pictured it in my brain. Because I, I said hashtag. No, it was like a, when we were talking about once about hashtag. how parents shame. No, how parents shame their kids in oh, videos. Oh, that's you, right. <laughs> my mom's da bomb. It was some kid had to wear a shirt or something or something. So. It was like, don't eat for two days yeah. and wear this shirt that says, my mom's the bomb. That's right. Okay. Well, hey, got a here. Here's a question that came in. Are you ready? Blue, blue, blue. Yes. I just recently came across your YouTube channel because I was looking for how-to videos. I personally just got my medical marijuana card to treat daily headaches and migraines. I am desperate for some relief, so here I am at the age of 32, trying weed for the first time. That sounds I, familiar. Yep. I find your videos to be super helpful. I'm wondering if you have some additional advice, though. I notice you have a lot of products you use, bongs, pipes, grinders, etc. I'm sure you've collected it all over a period of time. What would you recommend for a budget-conscious person dipping her toes in for the first time? Like, if you could rank your top five must-haves 
and maybe even some inexpensive recommendations for those items. That would be ideal. Thank you for doing what you do, normalizing marijuana. <coughs> I like this question. Yeah, I do too. All right, we're going to go with budget friendly. Right. Um, especially because weed is apparently expensive everywhere else. <laughs> yeah. David, like spend so little money on weed out here plus we grow but um what i mean 13 grams of shatter <laughs> yeah. is what he pays so like yeah. well what i paid the other day yeah so it's like people are paying so much money so yeah you definitely want to spend your money on that and right. not on all the other stuff um Every, and everybody, please keep in mind, this stuff always gets sent to me, right? I don't buy this stuff. So right. what we first started off with was a bong. Bong. Medium-sized bong. Medium to large, I guess. Or is it a larger size? I think medium. it's on the larger. Medium large. Yeah, I would agree. Um, That's the purple bong. I use it in tons of videos. Um, And there's even pictures of it up on my blog. Um, You could get something smaller, but I feel like you out, you outgrow two small bongs very quickly yeah um so just go for a medium one because you can just use it forever with thick glass oh my god thick glass yes it doesn't matter what brand it is or anything like that i mean if especially if you're like looking for something affordable um but you really want to find something that feels nice and thick and somewhat heavy i guess yeah yeah and sturdy sturdy um you know stoners knock shit over all the time so <laughs> yeah um i've broken so many bongs so i think a water pipe a dependable water pipe bong is a good first purchase um like a hundred dollars yeah or exactly. less okay bucks. um sorry next a grinder you can get a small grinder um for what 20 bucks i was gonna say 40 bucks um, well, a good one is 40 you're right yeah yeah but i bet you can get 20 dollar grinders but... let's let's split the difference and say 30 bucks <laughs> okay go get a 30 dollar grinder not plastic um, just yeah and just make sure it has a um keef catcher on the bottom that's just like a separate compartment with a screen because um, you get a lot of bang for your buck with that Keef homies. Mm -hmm. um, next would be, I guess, the most... What was the next thing we would have bought? Uh, well, I would say get some raw cones. Raw me. cones are good if you like to smoke um, joints or blunts or whatever. That's the cheapest way. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people buy like pre-rolls at the dispensary. Yeah, there you go. Um, if you want to do it yourself, you can do that. And it's very manicure friendly. <laughs> yeah. The raw cones yes. are. Because it's already like rolled, so you don't have to actually like roll a joint or whatever. Um, I personally am not that into those or that medium of smoking because I don't have 20 minutes to sit there and like roll yeah. two joints or blunts yeah. you know and i certainly can't really smoke a blunt like on mom duty like right you know first of all you look like a rapper and second <laughs> of all <laughs> you're not gonna smoke the whole thing right. but like in the right amount of time <laughs> right. it's like a frivolous fun thing it's yeah so um that's just if you kind of like that but 
yeah, if you are a mom, I don't know if you are. I wouldn't necessarily recommend those, but definitely great for travel and like, you know, walking around downtown and getting high and then fucking throwing that shit away and running. (laughs) And running for your life. (laughs) Running from the cops. Hey, what about one of those pipes like that Sherlock pipe? Oh, that's a great idea. Um, A pipe. That was that was definitely so I was lucky because David bought a bong very early in my weed smoking uh, journey, but I had a little pipe. Yeah. When I met you, you sure did. I had one little pipe, and that's how I smoked weed. Um, like a- so that is probably everybody's first buy. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Um. Yeah. So I love my Grav Labs Sherlock. You can get it at dinkgeek.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes in a bunch of different colors, and it's beautiful. You can watch the smoke inside of it. It's really big. Well, I have a big one. There's two sizes, and I have a large, and I love it. Just get a pipe with like a nice deep bowl because, once again, that will last you um, because your consumption will go up, friends. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, and I think you can use code the stoner mom at Dank Geek for a discount. <gasps> Oh, do that. One more thing. I think. One more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, get some hemp wick. Um, you can do that just on Amazon and get like a nice big roll of it. I just, it re- there's really a difference from using that. And it's just a fun habit to get into. That's healthier somewhat. <laughs> yeah. So you're not inhaling what? Butane. Butane. Yeah. So get a hemp wick. It's just um, like a hemp rope that you can cut and light and use that to light your candles or your bowl of weed. <laughs> bowl of weed. So there, pipe, um, water pipe, um, grinder. grinder. You said papers, I say no papers. <laughs> okay. Let's say you wanna try a vaporizer. Um, I would say don't spend a lot of money until you know that you like it. So go for a mid-priced leaf-only vaporizer. Okay. Here's why. I mean, it'll just... I mean, they all come with, like, some funky attachment for using concentrates in it. I think it's just going to fuck up your your thing that I want. I like to keep it separate. Like, I have my vaporizers for my pure, dry flower... And then my vaporizers for concentrates that could be of any sort of quality and it's sticky, icky, icky. And anyway, I like to keep that shit separate. So. But they're all kind of pricey. They are. I'd say the Fez. It's. Yeah. I think it's 139, but I might be wrong. Um, And I think people get it for less, but I don't know where. (laughs) Okay. There you go. I'm very helpful. (laughs) Um. What's the other one? That Grinko. The G Pen Elite. Is that the one, the dry herb one? Um, that's a dry herb one, and I like that. The Da Vinci we like a lot because it's so cool looking. Yeah. Um, it gets hot and its battery is not great. Um, so I kind of recommend that one for when you have decided that you like to vape. Because it's more of a I love vaping. I want this awesome vape because it has like crazy lights. Yeah. It's, it's not very like cool. yeah, it's not I don't think it's like good first time. No. Um But vape. it's easy to use. Right? I guess it 
I like that the thing I would not that say you load it's, on the bottom. I wouldn't say it's easy to use. You wouldn't? Okay. I think the Fez is honestly the... Okay, I, the... Yeah. yeah. The Fez is cool. The Fez and the Mighty are like the easiest to use. You fucking turn it on, wait till it's on. And then It boom. tells you when it's on and then you suck on it. Yeah. And there's not like um, pre-programmed smart paths to right. take. And it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Too much. Like, that's too much for the So newbie. we'll say the Fez. The Fez is the... If you want to dip your toes in Into vaporizing... Um, yeah, unfortunately, it's over a hundred dollars. It's less than two hundred. Um, so but yeah. it's made to last. It's a good, solid thing. Works Our, really well. Ours has lasted for a long time. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's it. That's a good. That's pipe, a good answer. Water pipe, small grinder, um, optional vaporizer. Spend your money in those first years on the weed, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> And that's the end of Dude. Ask the Stoner Man. What's going on in Dave's Grove? Oh, man. Well... Um, they're looking like monsters. We just can't get. We still aren't ready to chop those plants down, but they're all looking. We want to be bigger, Daddy. Oh God, they're just all. They like, all talk like men now. They do, and it's um, it's at the point where uh, like I've like, I've got little strings like coming down from the top of my tent, holding everything up. I've got sticks, hold st- strapped <coughs> stems too. They're all just so big they can't support themselves anymore. And I've this is insane. I mean, like, if you open up my grow tin, it's just like magical giant arm-sized buds everywhere. But arm-sized <laughs> buds. That's yeah. scary. I know, but they're just not ready. I mean, like, I look at them through the <laughs> little microscope, and we don't have our amber trichomes, which is the indicator that they're good to go. But I have a question about Okay. That. Because, like yeah. A strain that doesn't have a ton of THC yeah. isn't going to have a bunch of trichomes. Right? Right. But it's not. That's right. But it's not the amount of trichomes. It's the color of the trichomes. Mm. What you want to do is the f- stages of blooming are you get your trichomes and they're clear. Okay. Then the next stage is they're cloudy. And then the next stage is they start turning amber. So if you just let it go forever you'll get buds that all the trichomes are amber color. You don't want that because if you smoke that weed... That'll make you go night-night. It'll make you go to sleep, (laughs) exactly. Um, Milky, you want to get like the cloudy and a mix of the amber trichomes. Now, I mean, like mine are just now starting to get cloudy while they're still growing. So I could chop them down now, but I mean, like I think you'll just get... uh, a cerebral high and i don't think i like that i do too but i don't think you'll get the full benefit of the strain i think like what you want is at the very least to have them where all the trichomes are cloudy you know i mean like that's where you could start chopping them down but you know i've always read that you want to have a mix i just wait until i see a couple of amber trichomes i'm like goodbye snip so we're close. I'd say another week we can start hopefully cutting one of the plants down. Jesus, gosh. Um, yeah. That's going really well. And then I have another, started another tent, which I've posted some pictures up there on. And I have uh, some plants, and they're looking gorgeous. I mean, like, they look like they're – I topped them a lot, which means I 
uh, trained them to grow multiple colas, which are the main stalks that produce the marijuana. So the arms. Yeah. Basically, what I did was when they were young, I uh, as the plant when the plant starts growing, they divide leaves, and then as they split into two leaves, in the middle of those two leaves are two more stalks. So what you want to do is you want to pinch the there's a, there's a little middle stalk that starts to grow. You pinch that off, and then it trains the plant to grow two more. It's like the the many headed hydra. Mm-hmm. You remove one head and two more grow in its place. So. It's just like that, and I did it so like I have like some short, squat, um, very full, leafy, beautiful green plants with many colas. So those are growing really well, and I have two autoflower plants in there, so they're already showing their lady parts. So I'm like, well, I guess it's time to go to flower on these ladies. Their lady parts? Yeah, they're like, we're ladies. What do their lady parts look like? Pistols is what they're called. They're like little... The, the hairs? Yeah, the little white hair. So like... But they turn like red right yep eventually so like that's their lady parts that's how you know that like yeah that's that's the pollen's receiving receptor (laughs) so basically (laughs) like at the base of like a stalk you'll see two hairs pop out and they're like white and you're just like okay but that doesn't i mean like never mind so you you stress them out they'll they'll also become hermaphrodite yes which we know a lot about yeah had a lot of that going on so anyway that's what's going on um i'm also gearing up for spring i'm gonna do a little raised garden bed in the background I've he's been, been backyard. working in the backyard yeah trying to clean it up and trying to, i moved i don't know if you saw i moved the i made a frame of a, a bed and i moved it to a different part because the place i put it just had too many pine needles from our pine trees oh i didn't say that you moved it i moved i want you to look sometime and tell me what you think because i think it's in a good spot right now so i gotta build that up and put some soil down and plant some seeds pretty soon here if this beautiful spring weather continues i still anticipate a may snow that's gonna happen um like every year and anyway that's what's going on that's what's going on in dave's grove that's right thanks dave Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do today? Me? Yeah, what are you going to do today? This is my Monday off. Okay. And then tomorrow is spring break with the girls. So. Oh, that's right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So like I What are you going to do? I literally already have this feeling today of like impending responsibility. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Which is kind of like doom-ish feeling, but it's more like. God, I got to fold that laundry like today. You're not going to fold it tomorrow. You need to fold it today. Today. And doing that with like everything. Yeah. And for me, it's also like stuff with my blog. And like, obviously, I make videos when my kids are not here. So if I want to make a members video this week, which I obviously do, I got to make it this week today because I can't record it any other time. Um, So today is the prep day for spring break. Yeah. That's you, got, it. you got any spring break plans? I'm getting Lizzie's ears pierced, which I've discussed oh already. Gosh, that's right. um, I'm gonna do that on Wednesday. So you don't think <laughs> she's gonna um, cry at all? Um, I don't. They do it. I mean, it doesn't hurt like it just that. Just kind of stings. 
it i've i've told her it hurts uh more than a pinch and less than a shot they also often will have like if it's a little girl yeah they'll have a woman do both ears at the same time the ears at the same oh, time oh so it's baby yes yeah, so they have two guns two girls ready go snap and, like, ah! and then your ears are pierced and you're like oh my god because how it works is the gun just puts the earring right in there oh my god. and so you're literally like right there you can look at it <gasps> look at my pierced ears with me oh my god i'm a grand girl <laughs> You're a woman now. <laughs> Those are my spring break plans. Okay. Well, that sounds like fun. That's your spring break week. I, I'm going to uh, have a play date on Friday. My children are in, at Harry Potter land this week. Uh, world. The, world. Well, their mother has taken them there. So they're... Uh, Where is it land? I don't know. It's Universal <laughs> Studios. Okay. So um, that's good for them. And I gave them some cash to buy some wands. So good. They better come back with some fancy they wands. They have to do the wands. Man, I was listening to some podcast and they were just going crazy about how like you have to like, you can't fucking not buy the wands. So fuck that place. And like, uh, I know. <laughs> like you're there feeling like a chump and everybody's fucking like yeah. waving their shit around and magical shit's happening. And you're yeah. just like, I'm an asshole with no wand. And some weird wand chooser guys. They go, oh, you look like you need this wand, young man. It has a unicorn hair in it. <laughs> you know? So I hope that they get to do that. I mean, they better. I mean, so anyway, that's what's going on. So I'm going to like, I'm here. I'm going to take that day off. I'm going to spend the day, day with these ladies, and we're going to have some spring break rocking fun. Right, Sarma? She's taking a hit right now. That's right. Okay. Well, guess what? I got to get ready for work now. I got to fold some laundry. Fun for both of us. Mom and Dad are Stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. You can learn more about us at www.thestonermom.com. Follow David on Instagram at co weed grower follow me everywhere at the stoner mom and until next time please be sure to be safe be responsible be kind and smoke weed every day have a wonderful week bye bye